This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. I want to talk about uh, the serve. Kia Pakari Tehapori, the serve, has been uh, running since 2014. It's a wholly volunteer organisation that is committed to serving evening meals 365 days a year, sourcing and redistributing food and household resources to those in the community who find themselves in need who are perhaps underprivileged, low on income, or going through genuine hardship, tough times, temporary setbacks. They operate in Hamilton City, providing a a space where our community can come together in a welcoming environment to share experiences, some company, some food, a bit of love, a bit of aroha. And with no judgment policy, their doors are always open, whether people need a meal tonight, tomorrow or every night of the week. They never run out of food, and joining me now to talk about the mahi that they do is Board Chair Tasha Willison-Riordan. Kia ora, Tash. Thanks uh, for coming in. I really appreciate it. This is a, an astounding uh, initiative, and it's been going six years. Why don't we know more about it? Uh, I guess um, for us, uh, the ones that... Uh, been able to access and really need uh, the kai um, have been our avenue to get the information out. Um, I guess we're a humble little trust and um, we don't have many hands um, at present and you know we've ended up having to um, sort of be more in the operational space as trustees and so uh, yeah definitely since COVID we're trying to grow that um, that puna, that pull of, uh, you know, moving into succession, getting more people on board um, to really take this kaupapa to the, to the next space. When you say there's not many of you, how many are involved? So we have, at current, we have uh, myself, uh, Marita Matinga. She's a trustee. Uh, we have Jay Taiapa, um, Cassie, and we have a new, uh, oh, Michelle Bunnell, um, Bendel and one new uh, trustee that I can't announce yet because we're still um, cool. bringing yeah. them onto the process, but that will take us up to five. Uh, and um, yeah, at the moment, uh, yeah, it's pretty thin on the floor. Uh, you're not any trustees though; you're actually hands-on doing the job, doing yes. the work. Yeah, and that's that's basically happened since. Uh, since COVID, since the lockdown, when we went into lockdown, um, the trustees had to step up to allow many of our volunteers were in that vulnerable age. Uh, and so for them, it was quite kind of scary trying to figure out how the server's going to work and still commit ourselves to getting food to the tables of those in need. And so the trustees decided that we needed to step up and go into that role to figure out what the model of the serve was going to be over um, over the COVID period. And we moved into a totally different model, which was delivering um, sometimes over 4,500 meals a week to the homes because we couldn't gather at our space anymore. And we knew that we still had people on the streets. So we had to get food to them. Uh, And so, yeah, I basically took over that role to deliver to the people on the streets. And then we had a small team that um, followed the COVID response process to deliver to the homes. 
So. I imagine from what you're saying that there, you would love to see more people become involved, especially people who are willing to to uh, you know do the frontline work. The, the the subject of the serve raises so many questions in my mind, and there's so many big things I would love to talk to you about, and I don't know whether we'll get through them all today. But the the sheer size of the uh, operation, the way that it is now, and the numbers that you're talking about is something I don't think many people fully appreciate or really are aware is is even happening. Let's talk about the the how that need came about and and how we find ourselves in a position where hundreds of meals need to be served to people mm. who are, who find themselves in need at this time. Yeah, so um, the serves actually started off in Hamilton East, um, serving those in particular that were homeless. So it was established by a small group of passionate people um, and it was called the Hamilton Homeless Trust which used to serve meals every day, uh, a cup of soup and a bread. Then we moved into um, Garden Place in town and it was specifically homeless, but then we noticed that we had families uh, coming. Uh, so then we moved into the, the car park for the council and then they brought a bylaw in and we no longer could serve our meals from there. Um, and then just from there we went to um, Hood Street where um, a lovely church allowed us to use the venue um, at no cost um, every evening uh, and then they removed that place and then we um, had a lovely um, uh, whānau group that gave us access to the building that we're in now and we're really appreciative um, and we're, we're moving into that space and we know that it's not just homeless so that's why we moved our name from the, the Hamilton Homeless Trust to the serve because we actually serve no matter what we have people from all walks of life mm. um, we have people in quite you know different positions families uh, a lot of um, elderly and co-master that come for the um, companionship or to sit and have a meal uh, just in a room with other people, so the, I could, I imagine it could be you know quite a distressing kind of environment to be in to see people in that sort of position, and a, and a hard thing for those who are working in the front line to deal with. Um, do you find that, or is it just that the need is there, so you respond? It's it's a just a reactive thing. Yeah, I think the need is there, but I I, I do want to know what you're saying. Um, when I first started. Um, it was all emotion. It could like seem a it, bit overwhelming, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it was. And then you realise that um, that actually you're providing a service for people that are on the streets, in homes, people, two families that are working, that are struggling in their homes. You're providing... And then you've got people that aren't struggling. They come be because they like to sit down and that's the only time that they get to mingle with other people. Um, so, yeah, it is. Um, I, I find it really um, an amazing space to be in, really, and um, to be able to serve um, those that just are so appreciative, um, no matter which walk of life they come from. Ultimately, very rewarding, I should imagine, to it be is, able to do that. Definitely. What about the practicalities of all this, Tash? Because, you, you, you know, this is not cheap. You've got the uh, practical considerations of trying to uh, not only cook but also find a way to deliver or serve these these meals to these people. How do you manage all that? 
Yeah, so we never used to get any funding. We relied solely on donations and voluntary, uh, you know, whānau volunteering from home to cook the food, cook their own food, bring it in and share it. Um, we were fortunate to access some funding from the MSD, the COVID fund, and so that has helped us to continue to um, deliver meals to the homes on a Monday and a Friday, which we're still doing 400 meals on a Monday, 400 meals on a Friday. You take them out and deliver them? We deliver them, and we've got a, a core group of volunteers that are delivering them, and so we, um, depending on what the donations are like that week, we would, we give them a voucher to help them to do this work. And they're amazing. Um, you know, they're out there delivering uh, to, I think, probably over 200 homes. Um, yeah, and they're loving that work, um, taking the food to the homes. Um, yeah, and then our old model is providing a meal in our dining room at Four Harwood Street, which we can, are continuing to doing, um, doing, but the numbers aren't as high because we're delivering to right. a lot of the homes. So it still is, uh, you know, that that COVID money is is not going to be last ongoing, is it? That will come to an end. So, what's the future look like for the surf? Yeah, so that's where we. Um, I'm really pushing to get these new trustees on board and to really start to look at the vision. So over COVID, I got the opportunity that probably a lot of people wouldn't, was to actually sit down and, even though we were social distancing, sit down and really talk to the people that we were serving to. So I got an opportunity to pull the there for Carl, their thoughts around what it is that the serve you know how how could we really serve them as best as possible and what a lot of it came out was just actually going to a space where they didn't feel judged didn't matter whether they had a, an addiction whether they were on the streets whether they were in a lawyer or a teaching job didn't matter where they were they felt like they came into the space and they were never judged um, and so that that's what they are they continually want is that space to um to not feel judged and if we could actually connect better with other services that um you know so we don't have to go into providing housing or clothing all those sorts of things just do what we're there for to provide a meal 365 days a year but build better relationships in the community so that we can, um, you know, connect people to those services that um, they can access. And do it in a sustainable way. I see the pledge here, uh, you know, they never run out of food. Are you receiving donations of actual food as well as uh, the funding that you needed? Yeah, so um, we get an ass- assistance from um, Coevolution. So, um, right, that's a good, a good marry up of, of resources there. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah, and then we have, um, you know, uh, corporate groups that might have events going on and they have leftover kai that donate. Uh, we have other groups that um, do their stock take and give food to us. But we rely high, um, really heavily on our volunteers to cook um, from home. And so, yeah, the, the, the funding is not going to be there forever. So we are thinking of the bigger picture. And, um, yeah, at current, our biggest thing is moving to a premise that actually isn't, is more accessible because we're upstairs. Right. 
quite dangerous, taking big pots up and, um, you know, can't get people up in a wheelchair. I'd imagine it would be great if you could find a place that actually had a functioning large kitchen, kitchen as well. <laughs> yes, yeah. we don't have a functioning kitchen, so right. that's, yeah. So at the moment, if I said to you, Tasha, I want to become involved in this, you'd, you'd give me a task to produce so many meals at my place and then deliver? Yeah, so we, um, yeah, so I'll talk to you about, um, we're looking actually for, for cooks at the moment, and so we have... Um, uh, roster which tells us oh, we're a bit low on cooks on this night and then would say are you available on a Thursday or a Friday night uh, and then we would say okay there's five of you cooking um, could you do a meat dish or could you do a veggie dish yeah and yeah and what about people accessing the uh, the service um, those in need how do you find out about them uh, so we we were on Facebook um, but do you a lot mean, of word of mouth, I imagine. Too. It is word of mouth, and we have a really good relationships, especially with our streeties, uh, the ones on the street. There, they come in, uh, they help us tidy up. A lot of them actually are on this side now and supporting us, um, coming and doing dishes, uh, helping out with meals. But they are the ones that share, and I guess we're getting a lot of referrals from other organisations now, health organisations, even. Um, government organisations, we, we're finding that we're getting these referrals coming through. And as a chair, it rings a bit of alarm bells for me because I think we need to really have this conversation with um, the organisations that are um, referring to us. We don't mind that. No, but, but that, that was exactly where I wanted to go next in the conversation, actually, because uh, as as you establish yourself as a, as a service, um, Clearly, the government departments are aware of your existence. What about addressing the reason for your existence? Mm. You know, where's the where's the work going to be done to make sure you don't need to exist in the future? Yeah, and that's that's our ultimate dream, is that, um, that we don't have to. to yeah, yeah, we don't have to be in this position. And but it raises a lot of questions as to how do we get here? Yeah. How yeah. did this happen? Happen? Yeah, and so we yeah we know a lot a lot of it. Yeah, so the feedback is around addictions. Um, yeah, just people not knowing how to access, and also you know they're not out there actually wasting money on certain things and stuff. People are actually really struggling. Like you know, two people mm. working are they struggling. Sh- they should be able to manage. We had yeah. we had an example of a Fano in a home uh, that hadn't had their power on for the last three months because they couldn't afford to pay oh their power. Yeah. So they because they were just finding it hard to pay the rent so you know yeah the 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 issues are not just what streeties you know they're probably really resilient those streeties they just like know how to survive um they're so grateful um we're finding that there's so many other um causes and situations that are happening that are very different to the homelessness from what you're telling me uh, during this corridor, I'm feeling like uh, the service is bound to evolve in the future into some of the more, um, not just with the with the actual you know delivery of kai, but uh, some other kind of social role um, to try and address those problems yeah. at yeah. a higher level. Definitely, advocacy is something that we we do, which isn't our um you know the core business we're we're there to provide a meal but we are noticing that we have to advocate in court and the hospitals Mm. and wins um yeah and so you know we have people that um can support and do that but yeah the our, our 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 structure has to move into a new model 
Okay, so you want to hear from new people, people who are willing to to do grunt work, if you like, get the, get the meals out there, but also you want administrative people. Is Facebook the best means of getting in touch? You, I know you've got a website as well. Yeah, yeah. So www.theserve.org.nz. .co.nz is our um, website and there's and it's really cool because it if you put a a lot of information there yeah yeah, um, put your information in there and then it'll come to us and we've got a lovely um, volunteer administrator now starting to respond to all those um, questions and our Facebook you know if I'm the one looking after that at the moment um, yeah as soon as people come in with uh, volunteering inquiries then yeah we try to pick them up and we we realize because it's 365 days so some volunteers come in and they notice that it's pretty full-on and um so we don't want people to feel like they have to overcommit and Um, and you've been going for six years so far i imagine uh, the next couple of weeks is going to be a stressful time for a lot of people too yeah it is and we we already know we're fielding a lot of numbers we're fielding a lot of people saying oh we've got you don't know what we're going to do over christmas so we do we've got a big christmas beautiful dinner um that anybody can come to on um christmas day and yeah we just have a light entertainment uh we don't really celebrate christmas and it's no, but and it's, that, but but it's, but it's about fellowship. gathering, it's together. Yeah, gathering yeah. people together and enjoying a beautiful what, meal. What better way to do it than around Kai? Yeah, yeah. Tasha, uh, good talk for half an hour. Yeah. Uh, and I would love to get you back to do just that sometime. Kafai. But it's been so good to have you in the studio this morning. Thanks for taking the time to come in and telling us about the surf. Uh, may that mahi continue uh, and may you get the support that you need to, uh, to allow it to continue from here on. Thank, Thank you. you. Tash Willison Reardon is uh, board chair for the serve, the serve.co.nz, or the, follow them on their Facebook page and you can find out how you can perhaps help. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.